What's going on, everybody? Welcome to Black Men Win uh, with your boy Devante. We are here again. I have not done a Black Men Win in forever. It's been like since February, since I did Fabian, uh, Fable the Poet, I'm sorry, um, in February. And it's been a lot of shit going, going on. You know, we got the Rona out here. You know what I'm saying? But I had to bring it back and I had to, I, I feel like I had to go home with this one because um, this man for me has literally been like, trailblazing the entertainment journalism you know all the sectors of like this this big ass community you like he is to me he's becoming like mr la at this point um like you're everywhere and i'm talking none other than the entertainment journalist the entertainment mogul himself mr blair thompson what's going on blair uh -huh. Thank you. You should be my hype man. I'm a hype uh, man. You know everybody hype man. You know anytime I go, anytime I have to go to work, I'm just going to have you in introduce me before I have to walk a car. Listen. Tie to your job. Listen, you know I'm everybody's hype man, man. Like, I love hyping people up, especially because you and me kind of are in the same arena, but you do oh, it yeah. on, on a whole. You've been doing this before I even thought about it, like seriously. And you, you, you've been doing this shit since college, man. I've been doing this for a long time. Like a it's long awesome. time, Blair. You was in undergrad doing this. I remember. Yeah. <laughs> I remember. Yeah, I've always been a hustler now. You are. You are. That's that's the great <laughs> thing about it. It's like you are always uh, hustling. So, you know what? But so have you. You've always been pioneering and, you know, paving your own way. I'm trying out here. I'm doing it. You know, people You are. I'm saying you trying. You doing it. Like, you're, you're doing, doing it. it. You're doing, doing it. it. You are doing it. You are killing the game. I'm like, okay, I am. All right, okay. You gotta give yourself props. You do, you do, and, and and I'm really proud of both of us. We are really killing it in our respective arenas. You've been killing it for so long. I really wanted to get this Black Man Way interview uh, with you and get it kickstarting again because I felt like you, um, as popping as you are, as like as 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 people know you, especially in the LA arena. Um, like I think more people need to get to know uh, black men in not only just the uh, regular business fields or, you know, regular nine to five fields, but also those black men who are really killing the game in those entertainment journalism uh, realms, radio yeah. realms and everything like that, because I don't feel like they get enough shine because we work our ass off. Yeah. So um, I really wanted to get this black man win interview going with you per se, because I really respect you. I re I've been watching you for it years now you know what i'm saying with true hollywood t you with the um what's the wtf podcast what what, what are they uh uh what was the podcast that you were on oh i was i was on where's the buzz where podcast. is the buzz yes yes but it's not it's not a thing anymore but we'll dig well i'll get you into oh, it oh snap okay <laughs> we'll dig into all of that we'll dig into I'm all not of holding that. back i'm gonna be so honest with you about my oh. journey and being done wrong in LA because there's oh, I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna keep a hundred percent because for other black men, gay men, I don't care what type of person you are. Yeah. Um, I think there's always people always try to act like it, you're something that you're not, especially in LA. And for me, I'm I'm from the Midwest. I'm gonna keep it real. So I'm gonna keep it. I'm gonna tell you the truth about everything. Absolutely. And any questions that you have too, please let me know because like I'm I'm literally I'm an open book. If it can help someone else, I'm I'm open to it. Wow, Blair. I, oh, now I got questions. But you know, we're going to get through these five questions first. <laughs> <laughs> so, Blair, 
Well, we already know your name, but you know what? Gas yourself anyway. Tell the people who you are. What you? What do you? What do you do? Where you from? How did you get to LA? How did you start? Like, well, first of all, I'm from Muskegon, Michigan. Um, I went to Oak Ridge High School. Um, my first real gig in like in entertainment reporting or like you know my my first booking, I guess you can say, was for um, my first. It was the middle school's first annual talent show. I hosted it with two other girls, and we came up with like skits and you know writing. I think that's the first time I kind of fell in love with writing too, because that plays a big role in asking mm-hmm. questions on the carpet for what I do now. Mm-hmm. But um, that was my first gig. And then um, graduated high school, went to Grand Valley State University. Ooh. And right off the bat, I was, it was so funny. I was reading my journal yesterday and I opened to a random page. I, I want, I'm thinking about doing this for my YouTube channel, but I opened to a random page and it's the day before the first, um, uh, what is it called when we all had to pick our organizations? What was that whole thing uh, called? Um, like uh, a, uh, uh, Campus Life Night. night. Campus Life uh, Night. Campus so life. It's yeah. literally my freshman year of college, the day before Campus Life Night. This had to be welcome week then or first week of classes. Yeah. And I literally write like, I don't know if I want to join GVTV. I don't know what kind of uh, uh, LGBTQ because I was yeah. coming out at that time. Like right. for me, I was trying to still kind of figure myself out. And so I started with Real Radio and then I won, we won show of the year me and azel shout to azel um our first year won show of the year and then i won uh rising star of the year and then after that it was kind of it kind of things just happened on their own um Mm -hmm. my sophomore year um i was an intern for gravy and rachel in the morning gravy's no longer there but rachel's still holding it down she's killing it with jackie green uh i always like rachel i didn't like yeah she is one of the nicest people she always gave me the opportunity um, she let me be on air. She let me write. Um, I wrote news articles for them. Um, yeah. And sometimes it's really hard. You, sometimes it's hard for us. I feel like trusting a, a predominantly white organization, but they gave me plenty of opportunities, which I'm forever uh, grateful for. Um, and then after that, I was kind of wanting to do my own thing, like for radio, um, at Grand Valley, mm-hmm. um, I booked Marlon Wayne's Somehow, I don't know. I, I just remember sending an email to someone and uh, to his publicist and they said yes, because they were performing. So that was like the first like celebrity interview I actually had was Marlon Wayans. Um, so I was always hustling and trying to see like, okay, I'm going to try to get the celebrity interview. We're from, you know, we're in the middle of nowhere in Michigan, but I'm going to try to get this interview. Um, and then my sophomore year, I was an intern for Rachel and Gravy. My junior year, I was I wanted to transition into television, so I was an intern for Wood TV Eight. Mm-hmm. And then my senior year, I was uh, part of Laker News, which we really, you know, we really stepped up with that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and I started my YouTube channel in 2015, my sophomore year as well. So I've always been trying to do new things and try to kind of pave the way for myself and Absolutely. have my own, you know, the beginning of an empire. <laughs> Absolutely, I see it growing though. You know, yeah, thank you. I, I, I see it growing. It's, it's literally like, like for me, true Hollywood tea. Like I told him off the mic or off the record. Like, um, I like the shade room. I like Hollywood Unlocked better, but I like true Hollywood tea because it's coming from somebody that I know. Yeah, that I also respect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I know if anything, I can go to Blair and be like, "All right, Blair, is this true? What you, what, what your source is saying?" You know, yeah. what your source is saying, what you, what you talking about, you know, yeah. because so you- true Hollywood tea is something that I started when I first moved to LA, but I never really posted. I just kind of got the branding of it together. Yeah. yeah. Um, so pretty much my journey to LA was, I knew I was going to move to LA since, since I, since high school, really. Yeah. Um, I knew I was eventually gonna move to LA. So pretty much, um, I, 
I plan on moving. I saved up thousands of dollars before my move. Like, listen, people didn't know this, but literally I was working my ass off during college. Like I was working for security downtown at the campus. You better freshman, work for security. From freshman year to senior, you know, people are like, you work for security. Um, from <laughs> freshman year to senior year. And then um, I was, every summer and every winter break, I work with my aunt Hayworth, which is a company in Holland in a factory. Wow. Every summer and winter break, like I was making, like I was grinding. So I was, I was working all every day, every yeah. weekend, like getting my money. So my last summer, pretty much at home, I saved up to move to LA three days before I moved. I thankfully I already had a place in store. Like I had everything planned out mm -hmm. three days before I moved. I just applied for internships and jobs. And literally two days before my move, um, a girl named Anika Rashawn from the real world Seattle hit me up and she was like, hi, um, I got your resume. We would like to interview you. Did the interview, got the job that day. So when I moved to LA, my second day there, I started working for her for three months. Oh, wow. So that was like my start. And then after that happened, um, uh, she put me into a couple entertainment hosts and listen, you think that entertainment hosting is so hard, but like when you get access to the carpets, it's like you, you just have to be a hustler. So literally I had right. my own microphone flag with my cheap ass logo. <laughs> I went to this red carpet. My first red carpet was for VH1. Her name's Kat Tat. She's from Black Ink Crew, Chicago. Mm -hmm. I interviewed her for her. Um, she had an art exhibit. She's an artist as well. Mm -hmm. um, so literally did that. And then after that, I did that for like three months, just getting my reel together. Then a publicist found me. I worked for her for a couple months and then it didn't work out. Um, but then uh, a, uh, a host by the name of Kalima, um, she found me because she was looking for a cameraman and I had all this equipment. She didn't know I was a host. Mm -hmm. And uh, I did Floyd Mayweather's basketball game with her, his celebrity basketball game for charity. And she just, you know, and she was like, I, she's like, I actually looked at YouTube and I saw that you do hosting. And I'm like, yeah. And she's like, well, go ahead and you can do some uh, hosting tonight. Like literally not ready. I'm literally there just to like show that I'm interested and like to help her out. And I ended up uh, interviewing Floyd Mayweather my first day there. And then they hired me. Like it was crazy. Hi. Yeah, it, it's been. And then after, since then, you know, I've, I've been lucky to interview Regina Hall, Eddie Murphy. Alyssa Milano, a lot of Billy Porter. Oh you, my God. So you have it's, a list. yeah, it's definitely been a journey. Never would have thought that I've, I would have done what I've done, but I still have a long way to go. And um, I'm, I'm very humble about that. I definitely have not made it, but I'm definitely, you know, grinding. You're doing, it. You're doing it for sure. Thank you. Definitely. Definitely. Um, okay. Second question. So do you believe that as black men, uh, do we support each other enough spiritually, emotionally, mentally, physically, financially, especially right now um, in this historic wave of COVID-19? Like, I think that we're starting to, I look at people like Diddy who invests a lot into our uh, community, mm -hmm. um, especially with the revolt. And he always does like these revolt um, conferences. Revolt um, I think it's getting better, but I think for black men, we have to learn to, to support black men of other religions, black men of other um, uh, sexualities. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, I find it very, very, interesting that we sometimes oppress each other that's yes. my thing yeah. like and it might not because someone's gay but like just because someone just be it's like for some reason in the black community i mean look at lil kim look at Nicki minaj look at freaking uh french montana and young thug right now for some reason we always go at each other like there's always competition within yeah. our own community yeah why are we not com competing with those who are actually on top that are running things you know yeah. what i'm saying 
So I don't know. It doesn't make any sense to me, but I, I want to get better at that. And for me, I always think that too. Like I always want to support someone and I always want to like support their projects or right. go to their um, events, right. even making an appearance. And if you can't make an appearance, you at least can like donate to their, you know, uh, to their projects. There's always something that you can do. There's never an excuse. Absolutely. Yeah. I definitely um, agree with that wholeheartedly. I think there, I think, I think you uh, put put a little nail in it. I'm going to just hammer it in there because I feel like, I think it does have something to do with, you know, a lot of sexual, um, it's been like a lot of like the sexuality part was a huge thing. I think we're, we're becoming more, I think we're be, we're, we're doing better in that. We're getting, yeah. I think straight men, um, I think heterosexual males are getting a lot more comfortable. You know what I'm saying? I think, oh yeah, definitely. You know what I'm saying? I think for me, I've, I've always been different cause I've always had friends, right? Mm-hmm. Never been yeah. like gay, straight women, men don't matter. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm always like, if you support me, I support you. You know what I'm saying? It's all. But the main reason, in my opinion, why uh, black straight men are starting to, you know, come into terms with like being okay okay with black gay men is because of black women. Mm -hmm. Um, I think because now black women, I feel like, are as not. I'm not gonna. I think the church has a lot to do with it. So our generation, I feel like we're not dependent on the church. We're very. We're starting to be. We're we're starting to end the stigma of mental health. So instead of. Go, uh, going towards the church because you might have a disorder you're actually going to a therapist or you're getting medication you know what i'm saying so like right, it right. all goes together right. um and i think us kind of separating our our lives our spirituality versus our reality sometimes about right. how things really are is kind of making things better in a way it's okay to be spiritual i'm a christian i believe oh, in god absolutely. but i yeah, but I'm definitely not going to judge someone because they're different color, different religion. Oh, and, you know what I'm saying? I don't have time for that. Yeah. I'm like, uh, God is all, all right. I tell people, like, God is never through with me. So I have Oh, no- period. <laughs> and to God. me, in my true belief, I, only, I believe, because um, I'm, I'm very spiritual. I, I definitely believe there's a higher uh, power, no matter what you believe or whoever believes, the right. listeners. But for me personally, I feel like if you're a good person, you will have everlasting life. I don't care if you're an atheist, if you're a, a good person, because there's a lot of Christians out here that are evil. You know what I'm saying? So just because you might have the label of being a Christian or being something, I feel like this podcast just took a left. But anyway, um, pretty much for me, um, spirituality is a good thing. And I always want, my point is, I always want positive people. Don't care what your background is. If you're positive and bringing good vibes, then we, we, can, we can, you know, be friends. We can be cool. So. Hey man, see, I'm here for that. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm here for that. All right. So listen, do we continue to let our generational curses in our community as black men hinder us from experiencing and realizing our true potential in our community? Mm. Okay. So obviously not, but I just feel like sometimes we have to learn not to be, I'm not gonna say victims as in we always are complaining, but right. it's about overlooking what what the oppressors want from us you know what i'm saying like we have to be pioneers and not complainers i say that all the time we have to be pioneers and not complainers so for me if i'm i see it a lot in la like the i'm sure you guys have heard it a lot too um my friend emerald kind of broke that entire situation but i'm gonna share real quick my friend emerald in new york she was um on a red carpet and she wanted to interview holly berry and she was waving Holly Berry down. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. And her publicist was like, no, she's not doing interviews. And I believe her publicist was Asian. Yes. Um, shout out yes. to the Asian Americans. Um, so pretty much uh, 
Halle Berry was like, why am I not doing interviews? Like you can see the exactly. publicist and Halle Berry talking and yeah. she's like, no, you can hear Halle Berry say, those are my people. Like, yeah. no, like I'm gonna do the I interview. I love that whole video, that whole and video. And so after that, instead of just sharing the interview, Emerald made it a, a, a story. She, she had everything filmed. So instead of just sharing her interview with Halle Berry, she told a story in her room, told a story of how she, because she's black, how she works for black, black outlet, how she's denied interviews because of the color of her skin or who she yeah. works for. So for me, it's about being a pioneer, taking situations and kind of um, being the driver, instead of sitting in the passenger seat, be the driver. Like you yeah. don't have to sit there and take certain things. It's hard sometimes, especially if you're the only black person. Trust me, I grew up in a predominantly white community with a black dad who was, um, you know, my parents owned a store. Yeah. Um, so I, I thankfully, but I, again, it's hard because like I had a white mom too, but right. I grew up as a black man. Like I got called right. the N word. I, I got treated like such, right. but, um, it's, it's definitely very hard to kind of be in the driver's seat in this right. world, but you definitely have to be that person to kind of break the barriers. Cause you could be the person to do it. You could open the doors for other people. You are, that, that's cool. That was a good, what did you say? That was, I was over here mouthing what you say. Uh, 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 be a, what'd you say? Be a pioneer and not a complainer? That's a, oh, that's yeah. a bar right there. Oh, can you quote that? Can you that's quote that? That's a bar. That? I'm gonna have to quote Make you. Make me a post. poster. Definitely. <laughs> we gonna have to post that one. That's a bar right there. Thank you, thank like, you, thank you. That's I a, came up with that by myself. <laughs> I write my own stuff. Come for me. I'm just I mean, I did make it up. I mean, I did, I did make it on the spot, but don't really come for me because we were supposed to uplift each other. <laughs> I played too much. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, number four, what can we do better as black men individually to help improve our overall community for the next generations to come? Be an example. All right, for one, role models. Be a role mm. model for those that want to do the same thing or are having issues or trouble. Mm -hmm. um, for me, I try to, how do I say this? Anyone that wants, anyone that wants to be great at what they want to do, they will ask for help. For yeah. me, I ask older people that have been in the, uh, the business longer than me, like, how did you get to where you are? Where do you want to go? And not like to take what they've done and try to like take it. So you think that, you know, it's right. about passion. So it's like, you have to take what they say and do it your own way. Yeah. So the way they came up, okay, you learned that that's what they did, but you have to learn how to do it in your own way. I think sometimes people, they use people in, listen, especially in LA, cause it's like, when I go home, like me five years ago, looking at, looking at LA and then being here, like it's completely different. Like it's just oh like, you see the real, uh, the, what, what really goes on. Sometimes it's yeah. really good and sometimes it's really bad. But I think for me personally, it's about learning other people's stuff and not using what they give you. So, right. you know, taking advantage of what they say in a positive light and not in a bad light. Because it's only going to make things worse for you. People think that they can take shortcuts in this business and yeah. they do. Sometimes it works out. But at the end, it doesn't because like you can tell that you're not good at your job because you just wanted to be famous. You know what I'm saying? Now, what, now question, part two question to that. How has black men in L.A.? How has the black male support been in LA for you personally? Well, I'm gonna say this. I'm not gonna name any names, but uh -oh. I know. Uh oh Lord! <laughs> I know. I know someone that works for. I don't want to say what they work for, just in case they change their mind and want to hire me. But um, they work for a big label. Okay. Um, and 
I knew, and he works for Roddy Rich and Lizzo and a lot of people. Mm. And I asked him like, Hey, like I do videography. If you ever need someone to do videography or if you just need, like, I'm, honestly, I didn't ask for a job. I just said, Hey, if you need someone to do stuff, I would love to like help out. Yada, right. yada, yada. He was like, Oh, dope, dope. Yeah. We could always use people in the studio. I saw this man every, almost every day for two months and he never got back to me. I messaged him. I Instagrammed him. Now I would see him every day. Mm-hmm. And he never would follow up. And I, I mean, I would, I would text him and be like, Hey, anything with this or Instagram message him. But it's like, it, it's hard because it's like, you have to keep going. But sometimes there's just that person that just doesn't, I don't know. Like for me, I'm going to be honest. If I, if I can't get someone in the studio, then you can't get anyone in the studio, but tell me that it might be yeah, an honesty yeah, thing. It might, he just can't do it anymore. I mean, now I wouldn't do it because of the COVID-19, Absolutely. but um, it's just about, investing into our people like yeah. we can't complain about what's going on in the world of how we're being treated if we're not investing in our own people Ooh, you you kidding some bars man i don't but i just it doesn't make sense to me like you're for me, bars man you ooh. i really started true hollywood tea which is my instagram blog and we're going to youtube that's my main focus because mm-hmm. i want to have a studio like i want to project i want to share the news in like a studio like that's my dream is to have a studio and just have journalists give other journalists not for me but other ju- journalists an opportunity to share that to do what they love right. to give them a platform so true hollywood t we just hit 2500 uh followers yesterday but we really started in this april like april 1st it's what april 23rd i really did because we didn't i wasn't posting because i was working like i was working yeah. for two years for two different outlets so um it's just been one of those things where I, I have I'm I have two people working under me um, that volunteered because coronavirus like they love entertainment journalism and they post and they do everything um, that they want to do. So I just kind of right. give them that platform. But like I told one of them because he was slacking, like he said that he wanted to do this and that he had all the free time in the world. But then he was like, but I can only make three stories a day now. And I'm like, oh, you just told me that you could like post all day. Like, that's fine. But like, just tell me up front. And then it was like he could only post two times a day. And then I'm like, okay, bro, then you just don't need to work with me. Like, I like, you have to separate business and personal, but it's like, if you really want something, you will do it. You know what I'm saying? Like, you will, don't say what you, don't say what you feel like you have to say to get the job. Like, be about what you say because you love it. So I, so it's one of those things where it's like, you have to, if you really want it, you'll do it. Like there's, and that's just it. Like I go by action, not words for me. Hey, listen. Y'all, Blair's dropping some jewels right now, okay? Y'all better listen right now. Blair's dropping some jewels. He like I listen, I've been I've been screwed over, but I've also have overcame that and done my own thing. Yeah. I think that's why I, I look at things in a more positive aspect. But you just can't let when you hear a no, you cannot let that bring you down. I think yeah. I think that's Definitely. one of the things that I give my prop give myself props for. It's like Blair, like you you do know how to make something out of nothing, so. Definitely, same, definitely. Like, I, that whole mantra, like, if you if you could understand Grand Rapids shadiness up here. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's I'm like, ooh. Oh, yeah, especially, but that's the thing, it's a competitive thing, too. Like, people do not want you taking that spot. And I hear it all the time, like, if I, I always say to, like, some of my friends who are higher up, like, mm-hmm. I think I'm going to hit him up to see, like, to get coffee. And they're like, oh, he won't do that with you. And it's like a black – it's a it's a black man or woman. It's like, what? Like, they won't – Like, why? Why? Like, it, 
look at my Instagram. Like, I'm not a fake. I'm not just interested. Like, <laughs> no, uh, shit. We can FaceTime. Like, I'm not, I'm, hello, I'm here. Yeah, like, I'm very interested. I'm not interested to take your spot. I just want to learn from you because I, I might not be working for the same company as you. Like, what? It's like, I think that they get threatened, especially because we're, we're young and we're not keeping, we're not taking the pressure off. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We 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 have the perseverance to keep going. And let me keep it a buck. I honestly believe that a lot of black men older get jealous at a lot of black men younger mm-hmm. who are doing what they what they want to do and how they want to do it because you just never you you never had that in your life to do probably. And I mean I get I get that jealousy quote-unquote, if you can call it that, I get that. But at the same time, um, times have changed and the culture has changed. So we're able to do a lot more than you were able to do at 25 or 26 or 27. So allow us to sit here and learn from you, but don't get it twisted. We don't need you. Mm -hmm. We don't really need you. We would love to gain knowledge from you but if you're not going to sit here and give it i know for me personally it got to a point where a lot of black men were just telling me things and not and 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 not showing me things and for me action is definitely um bigger than your words so you can say hey we can go out for coffee and we can sit here and you know we can write some things down and you know talk and i'll be your mentor but the action of mentor you know, yeah. the action of role model, the action of actually being there for that for that youth yeah. who may need it in the next generation. I'm like, I want to be that. Yeah. You know, so when I came up with that fourth question, I think the fourth question for me was my best question because I was like, it, it made me even think like, yo, I want to be better than some of these black men that have come and gone, especially. See, that's what everyone should like. They should want that. They should want. I want this to be better than. You know, I want I this to be easier for someone else. Yeah. I mean, look at Jay-Z. Listen, I love that. See, I, people got me so wrong. Like, I love rap. Like, mm-hmm. people will be like, Blair, like, I love rap. Like, I don't, pe- people really play with me, Ty. I love rap. <laughs> I have Jay-Z, don't play with me. I have Jay-Z's greatest hits in my car. And listen, when he said, um, I saw crack, so you didn't have to do that. Like, period. Like, you Feel have me? to do things so other people don't have to do it. Because yeah. now- that little boy who would have had a, you know, maybe so, uh, sell crack to mm-hmm. uh, uh, bring in money doesn't have to because maybe he saw Jay-Z at something and Jay-Z's like, hey, you want to do that? You want to work for me? Do you want to be my assistant? Do you want to do that? You know what I'm saying? Like people right. have to give people other opportunities and want people to do better than them. People don't want that. You're right. I've, I've said that for a minute. People do not want to see people uh, do better than them. It's sad, but it's, sad. it's, the, it's the hard truth. It's, it's really sad because I always tell I always tell people I, they be like man I just want to be like you and I'm like be better than me yes <laughs> I was like be better than me like be, yeah. be be better than me I said I'm still struggling out here you understand what I'm saying like I'm doing it don't get me wrong but I said you're younger than me use my testimonies you know what I'm saying use my pitfalls as stepping stones so you don't have to fall yeah well like, I give you props because. I mean, I'm, I'm sure you've hit up radio stations to do work, and I'm sure there's a lot of things that you have going on. Yeah. But, like, to start your own thing is huge. And to yeah. keep going, because you don't, you don't start with 
followers or subscribers. Like that's something that you have to gain. Yeah. A lot of these people are working. It, it's think about it like this. I feel more better starting my own outlet. And I feel like I'm getting more out of it than if I were to work for an outlet that already has a bunch of followers. Oh, like, yeah, that's back. great. That's yeah. awesome. Yes, I'm getting that. But that's something that I'm not building for myself. This yeah. is something that I'm building from the ground up. So yeah. I know that this is something that I can always depend on. Yep. Me working for another company who, especially during this time, might not even make it through. You feel me? You know what I'm saying? I, so I, that props to you for even just having a podcast and starting your own thing because you never know what might happen. Yeah. Spotify, you, I mean, think about it. A lot of uh, companies are starting to get down with black people. Um, but like Spotify and Apple, I feel like now they're starting to look at black podcasts too. So like even now people are starting to focus like on, oh, like, like this is this is dope. And the crazy thing is Grand Rapids has never been the place for before I actually started my podcast journey and becoming like this podcast titan as as I would call myself. Like yeah. I it was I did I didn't I didn't hear a lot of black people in Grand Rapids um with first of all a radio station. Um I was like there was 104.9, but 104.9 at the time to me was trash. And I was like, well, damn, y'all don't have no black people actually doing any type of media work out here. Because in, in the retrospective things, Grand Rapids is more of a business, medical type of a city, beer city, basically. So yeah. it's like, it's not looking for that. So for me, I always knew mm -hmm. that my, me starting Tyrone's and Hickson Company as a whole was going to be bigger than, um, bigger than what Grand Rapids had to offer me. So yeah. any type of, any, and, and I knew by accepting, I, by valuing me and accepting me as a person, animated, educated, and black, literally, like I knew there was going to be a lot of places around here, uh, media-wise, that were not going to fuck with me. And that's, yeah. that's, just, that's just period. So I already had that in mind. So I'm like, you know what, cool. So that gave me all the more motivation to start and to keep going. So now I look at it as people now have continued to shift their, mm -hmm. their positions in media in Grand Rapids here. Because if you come back, when, if and when you come back to Grand Rapids and you hear 104.9, oh, 104.9 is totally different. Mm -hmm. what, is is it, what do they play now? Oh, they play everything. Like they're playing, they playing the jams. Like they playing the baby at night. They playing. Oh, so now they got black people. Oh, you're saying. Yeah, like they have okay. black people up in there. You know what I'm saying? Okay. So it it it's it's been a whole reshift, and I've seen it. I haven't said anything about it really, but I've seen it. You know what I'm saying? I've seen you should it. talk to them. I can definitely see you having a radio show. But oh, I know oh, I know a radio oh. host in Muskegon. Um, I'll I'll talk, my mom knows him really well, so I'll I'll see what she has to say about him, and I'll just pass you his stuff because you totally should. Like this is some like this could turn into a radio show. Period. Like I could totally see this uplifting um the black community and just other um communities too that are just doing good. Um, and I just think there's something uh, we can just break our the barriers. You know, we don't yeah. always have to let things kind of get in our way. I know that we've all black people we've been treated we've been done wrong. Like yeah. since slavery, like I look at things now in a completely different way than I once okay. did. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I got the same mindset as I did at like 22. when I Even dreams. Like, it's like, 
I can do that, but it's like it's gonna be all big. It's gonna be a huge challenge to do it now this way because now these white like people. It's yeah. like the uh, it's so much. I it's a lot. No, it's, it's a, a lot. lot. It is. A lot. <laughs> and 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 I think that's why I started Black Man Win. Seriously, like Black Man Win was literally to be started to showcase Black men who are literally winning. Yeah. And to and to and to really like give those black men and all black men hope like listen these are black men no matter of what fair skin you can be fair skin or dark skin getting straight you understand what i'm saying don't matter you can be from the hood or from up top okay these are black men that are winning we have to understand that we are not all the same for one we don't all come from the same backgrounds we are black men at the end of the day when we walk out the house a policeman can look at us, and you a black man at the end. Oh, period. You That's what me? I always say to my white, because right. I'm, I'm biracial. So for me, right. if I'm with my white family, like, I, I've been in touch, obviously, with my black side. I didn't really see race. No, this is a little background. I didn't really see race, because I had a white mom and a black dad. Mm-hmm. I didn't really see race until I was, like, in the fifth grade when I got off the bus. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I knew color, but, like, I didn't right. really right. I didn't care about race. I didn't, re- yeah. I didn't see race. Um, but I got off the bus... Um, and my grandma lived next door and all my, like a bunch of my cousins lived there. And then me and my family's house was, uh, next door or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I, I was walking home and these guys yelled the N word at me. And that was like the first time. And I was like, Oh shit. Sorry for swearing. But I called no, my dad immediately and I was like, they yeah. just called me this. And he was like, yeah, they're going to call you like, uh, son, this is just the beginning. And, um, so like, that was like when I was like, damn, like people see me differently, just not even knowing me, you know what yeah. I'm saying? But like I have cousins that are from I have rich cousins I have poor cousins on both sides I'm my white side and my black side. Right. But um I see things I think I'm able to see things in a different perspective too and I'm able to call out white people more on their shit because right. I am half white. It's like no right. I can see what you're doing. You, like, you I kinda got the privilege to do that shit because you have the split down the middle and you can see it. From well the, yeah, yeah but th- like some of my white family recently. Um, I said something in an interview or something where I said my black ass and a couple of my white family members took offense to that, that I just said black and not, I didn't say black and white, or I didn't say my mixed, something like that. Uh, and I said, mixed ass. <laughs> exactly. So for me, I am a black man. Like, and I said that this is my example and it had, this is what got them in gear. When I go outside, like my cousin, my cousin, uh, Lacey, for example, she's white. And mm-hmm. me and my cousin Lacey were outside. And let's say Lacey was a man. Let's say her name was Lance. Me and Lance are outside walking down the street and a cop pulls over. Who is the cop going for? Who's the cop going to say stuff to? Definitely to you. They're going to me because I'm black. So that's my whole, you know, for me, I, like, I always call white people out. And when they say, you're just saying that because you're black. I'm like, no, I'm saying this because I'm black and white. Like, I know what the hell y'all do, but I, but I'm a black man and I, I'm in touch with obviously my black side more. I'm in touch with the black culture. Like you'll see on Charlie with T. I really, I mean, I report a lot of news, but really only, um, mostly black news, like the neighborhood talk or, um, and shout out to Kyle at the neighborhood talk, who's like killing it on the shade room and Hollywood unlocked, but it's just all about, you know, speaking up for people. And that's one thing this, this isn't really going to end. So I'd always tell people, like, don't even complain about it because it's not going to end until the white people start defending us. You're right. And you know, and that, and that goes into the, the last question, like, what does black man win mean to you? I think we, we, we kind of just 
scatterbrained it a little bit but if you yeah, could yeah. Try- i know black men win is your segment because you have men as your guests but for me it's just black people win like Absolutely. for me it's black people win i mean i mean right now like looking in the la perspective i look at lena waith i look at Issa ray i look i mean diddy and obviously dre have been doing their thing for years mm-hmm. but like especially up and coming like Issa ray i mean she's been in the business for a little bit now but like she has her own show she's starring right. in it like uh, black people win for me just means exactly what I said earlier about being a pioneer and not letting um, the oppression of what others do or have done to us get in our way of our potential. We have, we have powers like as black people, like I don't know how to explain it, but like if you look at Instagram, you look at TikTok, you look at Facebook, all the funny videos, all the sophisticated messages that people say come from black people. Um, I had the privilege of I had the privilege of being at the red carpet for the um, NAA, NAACP awards last year, mm-hmm. and I wasn't even hosting. I was just doing camera work. I got booked to do camera. I was like, I'll take that money. I'll take that check. I don't even have to work. I just have to. Yeah. But you know, seeing like Chloe and Hallie, seeing okay, first of all, seeing older people that have been in the business forever, yeah. and then seeing people like Chloe and Hallie, it's just like the talent that's coming and the doors that are being opening for our community, we just have to continue to let people come in and to be fair, but also to give people the opportunity that we think they deserve. Like sometimes it's like, okay, they've worked their ass off. We have to give them the opportunity. They shouldn't have to like do this stuff for five years to prove themselves. You know what I'm saying? Like sometimes we need to do, we need to take lessons from what the white people do and apply it to ourselves too, in a way, but learn from it. If that makes sense. Yeah. I'm not saying like be white, but I'm saying, no, you know. no, not at all. Cause they be giving each other just passes. Like they're like, okay, he's good for this job. Like I know we, we do like to have people pave the way and like, you know, pay right. their dues, which yes, let's people can pay their dues, but let's get them in these positions. Mm-hmm. Let's lock it down. <laughs> like we need them. Seriously. We need them. Yeah. Um, Blair, you are a black man who wins. Um, you are continuously winning uh, literally every day. Um, I highly respect you, um, just not as a journalist, as an entertainment mogul, but just as a person, man, you, you, you continuously been killing the game, like personally. Thank you. In um, any last words, you know what I'm saying? Like, no, I just had a question for you. When, yeah, did you when, when did you know doing your podcast, like what moment made you feel like this is what I'm supposed to be doing? Like what made you like sit like, this is what I've been working for. And like, it's finally come, it's kind of, it's paying off. January of this year, I quit my job. No. Oh, wow. February. Okay. January, I actually sat at my desk. I was, I was working for uh, CH, uh, the, uh, the Center for Health Sciences for GV. And okay. um, I was an assistant. And I've been working there for, I was working there for about a year and a half, about two years going on. And at that point, I was like, I was still grinding and working. I was um, getting ad sponsors. They were coming, you know, very fast too at one point. I have about five now. And at that point, I was at the desk and I was just like, yo, I have this gut feeling. And once I get a gut feeling, it's like, it doesn't go away from me. Yeah. And the gut feeling was basically like, okay, it's time. And I said, well, what the hell is it time for? Yeah. And I looked at my work and I looked at my uh, my website and I said, oh, that's what it's time for? Like, you, you think mm-hmm. it's, I'm ready to quit my job? Like, 
it's it's that time. Like, and I've been ha- I was having this feeling for a moment, but I didn't know if it was if it was real. And I slept on it and everything. But when it came down to that desk, I was at my desk like, yeah, it's time for me to quit. It's time for me to take the leap, take the next step. Because I'm going into this transition with me graduating with my master's um, this year. Congrats, congrats. Thank you, thank you. appreciate it. Like, we're, we're master now. So, like, if, in January, that was the, the, the time that I was like, you know what? We're, we're taking the leap. So, February, I gave him a month's notice. February, I ended out, you know, my term there. And that was the moment. Like, that was the moment where, you know what, I'm going to bet it all on me. Yeah. I'm going to just bet it all on me, and I'm going I'm to go forth and go with it because everything that I have right now, I'm like, I could travel. And like, I have so, I have so much stuff that I wanted to do before COVID hit. Yeah. Like, it was like, Blair, if I could tell you, like, it was just so much stuff. Like, starting a new podcast with Devontae's World, but on the travel side with it. Still doing the Black Men Win series um, with Devontae's World, which is just a blog. And then still, like, doing a, the Opinionated Brother on the road. You know what I'm saying? Like, I yeah. was ready to travel, you know, being having the blessings and the ability to travel. You know what I'm saying? Doing the podcast from Toronto. Like, um you know, in Houston and everything, I was like, oh my God, like God I was really about to just, you know, I was, I was so ready because I was like, yo, I'm about to, we, we about to have it out. But like COVID just like put a hold to everything. And I was like, You know what's crazy? And I, I think you're like this too. But for one, I want to say, it's, it's great that, I mean, it's, how do I say this without sounding like I'm an asshole? <laughs> Obviously, the, what's going on right now on the road is crazy and disgusting. It is, yeah. But like, for me, personally, as a hustler, I know that people are going to quit because of this. Oh. I know people are going to move away because of this. I know that people, people don't want, they, they don't want their passions that bad if they're, if they're letting this kind of change their dream. Of course, family is one thing, like if yeah. obviously if your family's emergencies, but for me, I'm like, well, I'm going to take this opportunity to start my blog up, to get yeah. my YouTube channel together. So people just need to learn also, also how to take advantage of this time too, because Please tell them that. Because like for me, I've been working since this, like since April, March 20th was when I got furloughed. Period. Period. So, but this is the thing, like for me, I'm pay- paying off my bills. Like I'm like two months ahead on my bills, like saving all this money. I'm only spending money on food. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like people just need to learn that like right now, if, if, if you're lucky enough or blessed enough to able to get um, unemployment or whatever, um, take this time to save that money. And also take this time to focus on your passions because this is the time to do it. Because when this is over, you could be the biggest thing, even Uh-oh. during it, because people need entertainment. That's the thing. People are like, oh, like everything's over. I'm like, no, like this is oh, the time. Great. If you want to post a video, this is the time to do this, it. Okay. This, this and not even media. If you're a writer, a writer or yes. you're a producer, like yes. this is your time to start working on your pilot because pilot season's canceled now. It's, it's not <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling people, I'm like, if you got music to release, release it. Music, like, period. You have and like, things to do. Yeah. Do, like, this is it. Like, I think at one point, I didn't. I, I was going to just be done with my Devontae's World podcast for a minute. But then I was like, no, because even if I can't travel. or You can walk, still have guests from anywhere because now they are inside. Like, they can right. do exactly what I'm doing. Yeah. You feel me? And I was like. You know, for the Black Men Win series, I could still do that. And then for the podcast, um, 
I can still talk about places that I've been to, you know what I'm saying? So like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I'm like, I'm talking about Coney Islands in Detroit. I'm talking about a magic theater and everything. Like, I'm like, you got to shift. Don't stop. Oh yeah. Keep going. And even if you lost your job, like, even if it's something like if you're, if you were a reporter, like I was, Mm -hmm. um, I mean, I am, but you know, start your own thing. Like this could be, yeah. the, and if you don't want to do that, hit up other blogs. Like this is the time to hit up other blogs because some of their writers have quit. Some of their yeah. people, they might have an opening. I've been getting indeed in LinkedIn job postings like crazy. Mm-hmm. Like people are starting to hire. So especially now people have time. So I, I just try to challenge people that are listening to, if you are some, if you're trying to explore a passion, do it. And I also want to say this because you said you quit your job. I wanted to say, it's all, it's very important to take that leap of faith, but be very responsible about it too. Because for me, um, I mean, I, I did not want to work at a factory all that time, but I knew like, I'm going to save all this money. Cause then when I go to LA, I'll be good for like five or months. I don't have to do work. I can just focus on my dreams. So do things that, you know, if you can, if you have money saved already, of course, leave your job. But like, if you, you know, be smart about it, you know, it's a strategy. It yeah. is a strategy because it's hard. Like, it's like, I need the money, but I hate this job so much that I could just okay. quit and not even care. But it's like, no, because in two months when you still don't have a job, you gotta, <laughs> you gotta have that money. You feel me? Cause I've, I've definitely just been on me. So just like trusting and um, having a great support system too. So yeah. great support. okay. Having a great support system is great too. Oh my God. And yeah. listen, when you do projects like this, you know who your real friends are. Cause you oh, know who supports God. you, who oh, supports God. you. And for me, like a lot of my friends, they, they don't care. They don't even like pop culture stuff like that, but it's okay. like, you at least followed my page. I fucks with you for that. I like, you. I appreciate you. You ain't even got it. You ain't even have to subscribe, but you just, you but you subscribe <laughs> like that. That's when you know you have a real friend, Keep those people around. And that's how, you know, you have real friends. Yeah. And yeah. I always say to people, the smaller group you have, the better. Definitely. Definitely. Well, Blair, I appreciate you for coming through, man. I appreciate you for coming through, man. Thank you. Uh, Let everybody know where they can follow you. Uh, You can follow me on all socials. I have the same username. I am Blair T. I A M B L A I R. And then T. Um, it's not, I am Blair. A lot of people say that. My name like, is <laughs> oh, People say that all the time. Like I am Blair. I'm like, I am Blair T. Um, <laughs> and then also uh, you can follow my blog, true Hollywood T. Um, and then I'm getting back to my YouTube channel. I, five years of YouTube, I haven't been posting that much, but um, five years now, um, I'm posting a day in my life, quarantine, I'm literally filming it right now. Um, I'm hoping that will be out next Tuesday, but I, Ty, I need your help. Do you think I should do like testing Tuesdays or something? I used to do that back in the day on YouTube. Like I would test like weird products. You should. Every Tuesday. I think, I think you had, um, I'm, 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 I'm such a fan of my like my friends and associates and their projects that I'm just be like I'd be like why the fuck did y'all leave why, like why y'all why did y'all you know what I'm saying I'd be like yeah. why y'all stop doing stuff so like absolutely hell yeah okay. I'm a fan I say I say yes I think if you have the time to do it especially now hell yeah like absolutely mm-hmm. I think that'll bring a lot more content I think even with um, your growing um, your growing brand and now it's grown. You know what I'm yeah. saying? I think, I think a it's lot. It's kind of hard for me. I'm not gonna lie. I'm gonna, show, I'm gonna tell you the struggle. It's hard just trying to balance my personal brand. I mean, it's all gonna eventually come into one, but it's like yeah. I have the blog, the celebrity, yeah. you know, celebrity gossip, and then my own thing. So I'm kind of separate. I'm trying to separate them in a way. So it's like right. I have my own, but eventually, kind of them coming together. Where 
if you see me re- interview Eddie Murphy or something, you yeah. can go to my page and see like behind the scenes of like what I wore, but not necessarily the gossip of right. what's going on. Does right. that make sense? Right. right. Yeah. I That's what I'm going for. That's my goal. I'm, I'm there too. It is, it's always hard trying to separate the brands from your personal brand. And then because it, it's, it's still like your brand. It's, it's just like trying to, and I look at like, Okay, I'm so sorry. I know you're trying to end this. But like, if you can, go to Naomi's YouTube channel, Naomi Campbell. She has her YouTube channel. And you think Naomi Campbell, she's a model. I've learned so much about the modeling. Like, that shit is hard, bro. But anyway, she's interviewed, like, right now she has her own podcast called No Filter with Naomi. And she's interviewed Ashley Graham, Anna Wintour, the head of Vogue, um, Mark Jacobs, the designer, Paris Hilton, a lot of people. Mm-hmm. And she is just like amazing at what she does. Like Naomi Campbell deserves a talk show. But I look at things like that. I'm like, damn, that's something that I want to eventually like do. You know what I'm saying? Right, like right, you can still right. get inspired even when you're doing your own thing. But like how her brand, like her brand is like her, like obviously modeling, but like her even doing interviews like that, like her, it's crazy to me. Like I want something like that. Naomi Campbell, God bless you, girl. <laughs> well, you got a whole team over there, man. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You have a team, bro. Like, you're building a team over there. Like, it's it's meant for you. You're about to, you're about to become Mr. L.A. Like, thank you. Okay. And make sure you guys subscribe to my personal YouTube channel, uh, YouTube.com Blair Four King. It's the number. It's the number for y'all. Not don't not type F O R. It's the number four. Blair Four. All right. King. All right, Ty. Thank you so much, Ty. Brother, no problem. Have a good one and stay safe out you there too. in the streets. Mask. Social distancing, six feet. Oh, yeah, we have to get, I, have to, I need to get your personal information too after this because I'm going to forward you that uh, radio show host. Okay, no problem. All right. All right. Bye. Peace, peace.